morning has turned to afternoon. Good afternoon, everyone. But the grind carries on. Not just the grind physically, but the grind mentally. The Midday Grind, featuring a couple of TV jockeys who've also been through the radio wars. <laughs> serious? Martin Kilcoin. I was a little lit, so I was saying whatever I wanted. And Charlie Marlowe. Our top story tonight, John Jay will be back tomorrow. Here's him getting a hit in 2012. It's the Midday Grind on 590 The Fan and 590TheFan.com. Midday Grind, Five Night of the Fan, Coveted Hour. Did I jump it or did I wait too long? 77 degrees Ooh. in St. Louis, beautiful day, U.S. Women's National Team playing, people out in the patio, Kirkwood Brewhouse, big Pujols weekend. What else do you want? What else do you want? Joe Gibbs' grandson winning at Gateway. Sure. Joe Gibbs in the house for the weekend. Yeah. Great weekend. You went from the parade to Pujols, and now a little Monday, a little quiet Monday, then the Oakland A's roll into town. A couple more at Bush. Cards are soaring, Chuck. They went four and three this past week. Five and two the week before. Solid. Solid. Since the uh, Wrigley sweep two weeks ago, nine and five, uh, the division that keeps on giving back, cards are two games back of the Chicago Cubs. Welcome in. Charlie Marlowe, Martin Kilquin, Matt Rocchio with you. Text topic. We really wanted to decide what Frank was listening to, book on tape. He would not disclose. Bill Walton's autobiography. (laughs) He said it was a little too feminine to admit on the air. But that topic is past the Pujols weekend. Too much or just right? Too much or just right? 855-282-8255. Should I answer right now? Sure. I'm going to say... No, you you need to text in. I don't know if I had to text... I'm going to say just right, 95%, 5% too much, but that's what we do. Baseball heaven, best fans in baseball. Now, let me just talk about the whole weekend. First of all, though, and I was there for pregame Friday, we talked all week. Is it going to be a three-minute ovation, five minutes, blah, blah, blah? It was, what, a minute and 15 seconds? So I have to say I was a little underwhelmed at the initial first at-bat, however— the best fans in baseball clearly made up for it by giving him an ovation for every single plate appearance for three days straight. So the totality of that, plus the home run on Saturday, was amazing. And I would love to know, and maybe this is a good Twitter poll, of what percentage of actual Cardinal fans, not baseball fans, but Cardinal fans, wanted to see Albert hit a grand slam on Sunday. And I'll tell you, I didn't grow up a Cardinals fan. I'm a baseball fan. I root for stories. I root for moments. That being said, I 100% wanted Albert to hit a grand slam on Sunday. And we talked about it earlier and said the percentage is for sure more than 50%. I would think so, Maybe yes. it's My Claiborne said around 60%. Maybe it's 70, 80. Maybe those in the building. Even at that point, it was another quiet Cardinal night. Offensively, you're thinking they're not going to win. They did score four in the bottom of the ninth. But I think the percentage is real high. And I think much like the Blues and the Parade, I said this last Monday, after the wait, all is forgiven. Doug Armstrong and Brett Hull hugging. I said, I think at some point, 
Army got fired in Dallas because of Hull. Or what, at that point, who cares? All is forgiven. And I think because it's been eight years, whatever bad feeling there was for a large portion, that has dissipated. There's some who are still mad at him. There were some texts coming into the show last hour saying he left for money. This was embarrassing. It was way too much. I think because it's been eight years, it almost was better for him that it has been so long because everybody kind of let go of the negativity and it was all about the great career and the embrace lasted basically all weekend long. He seemed, I was not around him, but he seemed genuinely touched by it. And some great quotes telling Mike Trout, hey, this is what it's like when you play here. And Trout saying that it was a playoff atmosphere. Now, I don't know how you sustain that as the Cardinals. Hey, it, was a, it was a great weekend for them, a nice bump in terms of attendance. Hey, the A's are coming to town and the Cup's in town on Wednesday. The Stanley Cup. Yeah. Got a new diversion. But I think because it's been eight years, most of the bad blood had gone away. All is forgiven. So I don't think it was too much, but I respect people who feel it was. I think the biggest distinction you have to make is it wasn't all weekend. You have 45, 48,000 people that went to Friday's game. Yeah. And then 45 to 48,000 went to Saturday's game. And then another crowd shows up on Sunday. For many of them, that was their night to go. Some people go to all three games. I'm sure there's a handful of people that did that. That's why the ovations happened each and every game because each fan base that was in the building at that time, it was sort of their moment. Instead of saying, well, they did it on Friday. I'm here on Sunday. I guess I can't cheer. That's not how they approach it. <laughs> I cheered yesterday. Um, I I'm think cheered out. When you hear Albert after the game, if if you stuck with ESPN last night, when SportsCenter started, they went out back live to Buster Olney for an interview with Albert after Albert and Yachty exchanged jerseys. So when you hear Albert with this amazing, decorated, almost two-decade career, say that this weekend ranked up with his two World Series championships. And then after the home run, Didi Pujols, when interviewed by Cat Hayes on Midwest, said the same thing, that this is right up there with the best things or the coolest things she's ever seen. I mean, that right there tells you how much it meant to Albert Pujols and his family. And I, I do think if you go on social media and people are saying, oh, how can you root for the guy that's in the visiting dugout? I understand why nationally, people are kind of saying, what the hell are you doing? But I think you have to also, you have to know St. Louis or live here to know what the Cardinals and baseball means to St. Louis, what Albert meant for 11 years and still means, and what he did with the foundation to truly, and still does again, to truly understand Albert's impact on this city for two decades. And it's the perfect sport for it to happen. Because if a hockey player comes back, you can have him wave from the bench, but the at-bat allows for these moments where it's just isolated on that one person. Let's say your favorite football player comes back. Okay, he's in the backfield against your team. Let him score a touchdown. <laughs> he's, he's a linebacker running around out there. In hockey, they're running all over the ice. They're skating all over the place. It's just, it doesn't fit in any other sport. Baseball really allows for that type of reception. So even in basketball, sure, the introductions... People have talked about Michael Jordan going back to Chicago. I just think baseball, the way it's laid out, you have an at-bat, you have a PA announcer bringing him up. It just fits for the type of tributes that you saw all weekend long. And what did you want to see him do? I didn't want to see him steal a base. I didn't want to see an RBI single. Start a, start a double play at first. <laughs> I didn't want to see him flash the leather. You wanted to see him hit a home run. 100%. Much like the home run derby in 2009, 10 years ago, 
he sort of flamed out in the home run derby, and I think it was just so much pressure. Hey, you're the Cardinals guy. The game's in St. Louis. Hit a bunch of home runs, and it just didn't work out. Going into that weekend, you and I talked about it. You know that was his number one mission for the weekend was to go deep, to hit a bomb. And the way it happened, the cards are winning the game. It's four zip at that point. It You can cheer it. It would have been weird if it was like a two-run shot and it flips the score. Then you could probably cheer, but I don't know if you can still do the over. I guess you still do the curtain call. It's but. one of 162 in a baseball summer, right? But I'm saying the scenario was perfect. Yes, There was, was no conflicted emotions at all. And Solo so Shotsky. He hits the solo shot on Saturday, so he has his moment. And at that point, everything else was gravy. But then Sunday night, he comes up with the bases loaded, and that last at bat there, I know people were ripping on Angel Hernandez and his zone. Those pitches to me, if you're watching on ESPN, they were all darn close or borderline. I mean, people are saying, oh, it's the worst job ever, and they go back and look, and it's either right there on the corner or just a baseball above. He could have rang Albert up. And that's where that, that pitch from Gant looked like it was a strike. But I think Angel also had a sense for the moment there. Unfortunately, if you're a sports fan, Albert just having the uh, the week pop-up. But overall, it was just a cool weekend. And this weekend was all about Albert Pujols. And, and now that weekend has passed. On the text line here, I think this is a good, this is a good text from Larry the Cam Girl coming in, uh, Martin. And he says... Larry, Larry the, the Cam, Cam Girl. Girl. He says, you think if he left for L.A., and tore it up like he did here, there would be less of a welcome back. I think there is resentment, or there would have been resentment, if he had two MVPs and a World Series or two in L.A. And I think that's a big part of the narrative, knowing that the Cardinals got the 11 best years out of Albert Pujols. They got the three MVPs. They got the two World Series. He's had some good seasons with the Angels, especially early. It's crazy to think he's been there eight years now. But clearly, St. Louis and the Cardinals got the best years of Albert Pujols on the cheaper side. And look, if he was here now, we would love the 3,000 hits and the 500 homers and the 600 homers, but I promise you, people would be complaining about that contract because they complain about Wayno. They complain about Matt Carpenter. So this legendary player, if he was here in year, what, 19, they'd be complaining about Albert Pujols' contract. Right. In a weird way, for him, it's almost better for your legacy that you left. Even though you didn't get to wear the uniform, and we heard Bill DeWitt III with us on Friday explaining like, how much his dad, like it bothered his dad more than anybody that it didn't get done um, that because he wanted to see him in that uniform. But it cements your legacy even more. You left, and the great years were all here. And now, of course, like you said, there were some good moments early, but if you stay and you stay too long, it can get a little bit ugly at the end. I've heard some people say after this weekend, the Angels need to trade him here. He needs to finish his career as a Cardinal. And play over Paul Goldschmidt. Yeah, and I'm like, it's always a stupid answer. Where are you going to put him? But I would ask, anybody who says you got to bring Albert here, I'd say, where are you going to put him? Text line 855-282-8255. Tim Van Gelded says, I think hockey would allow for an in-game stoppage to applaud every shift for somebody like Joe Thornton. Uh, That's true. I don't know if Plowsy wrote that. 314, I was beginning to become nauseous with the Albert Love Fest. And, and that's, I understand that. I, I get that. I, I don't blame that. people for feeling that way. I, I didn't feel that way, but I could understand why in game three, if it was, let's say, at bat 13, and it was the 13th ovation, and you've watched all three games on TV, I could understand why somebody would feel that way. 
But this is also the same fan base that would give Sotoguchi like a five-minute welcome. 100%. So if, if you're ever going to lose your mind over a player, this is the guy resume-wise to do it over. 314. So, Charlie, these games don't count in the standings? Question mark. The Cardinals did take two out of three over the weekend. 314. I think the home run pitch to Pujols was laid in for him. That being said, I was at the game and joined the cheering. Awesome moment. I do not agree with that one. I do not. I don't think, think Hudson was looking to Hudson serve him up. Piped one. He's a sinker baller, power ninety-five mile an hour sinker. Every once in a while, one of them stays up. Yeah. What do you think Hudson wanted to say? I served one up to, to Pools, or hey, I struck him out. Hey, he went zero for three, or what? I guarantee he was trying to get him out. And over all of this. And I was there, I was at the game on Saturday, and I told Kim, I said, see that guy right there? That's the best player in baseball, and nobody's even talking about it. Mike Trout being in St. Louis over the weekend, normally that would be heralded and hyped, and it would have been all about Mike Trout, and he was just kind of an afterthought. Although Trout va- facing Hicks on Saturday was kind of fun, good theater. He got rung up there, didn't seem to like the call, but Mike Trout almost an afterthought, which would never happen wherever he go- when he goes interleague and plays in a town that he typically isn't in. Off the top of my head, Trout had at least three moments where he was rung up, again, on borderline pitches, and he was complaining to the umpires uh, all weekend long. Again, on pitches that were they maybe a baseball up, down, outside, inside? Yes, but the old saying, too close to take. It wasn't like they were seven inches outside. I mean, we're talking borderline pitches that he – Sat and watched all week. Hey, it's a National League town, buddy. You got to swing the bat when you're in the National League. They'll ring you up on those. Eric Craig, baby, in honor of Eric Craig. Uh, Triad Bank brings you Take It to the Bank. You can text in at 855-282-8255. Triad Bank in Frontenac right there on Clayton Road. Easy to get to from the Highway 64 exit at Lindbergh. About a block west of Lindbergh on Clayton Road on the web. Triad Banking dot com for all your banking needs especially if you're a business owner trying to expand make sure you meet with the folks at triad to expand your business they're based in st louis started here in 2005 five-star rated bank if you're trying to get something done there's no decision making in new york or la it's all done right here in st louis text in on the triad bank take it to the bank text line 55. Uh, also of note, Chuck, I was at the game on Saturday, and I pointed it out because I don't go to a lot of... I'm going to the game tomorrow you night. you said this now four times, no, but I, I, I'm pointing I out... you're at the game. I'm just pointing out I'm rarely there. Did you pay for tickets? Did you hit up uh, BW3? I was No, I did not hit up BW3. I was a guest of our friend Jim Regna at Triad Bank. Interesting. Charlie, Interesting. Charlie that, did uh, not get, get invited that, back. Uh, invite, but okay. The last time we were there was the famous... I believe they refer to it as the Gummy Bear Incident. Of course, he's trying to, his son is at home, maybe he's under the weather, and he said, Dad, if you would, Dad, just bring me a few gummy bears. And next thing we knew, Charlie was eating and destroying the gummy bear cup. Good gummy bears, though, really good, tasty. Um, the other thing that stood out to me, beyond the game, and I'm what I'm saying is I never go and just kind of hang out. I was looking at that high rise that's going up in center field. First of all, it's going up fast. And they the last report was they were at about 40% least in advance, which they said is a way ahead. And I think Frank and I had always debated whether people, hey, you don't want to go downtown. I said, this is different because it's the Cardinals. It would be a pretty cool place to live. You're just walking out in your living room, and then there's a baseball game going on down below. If And I, I've said this also. I believe my guess, and they're not tracking it this way, I don't think, my guess is that empty nesters, people that love the Cardinals and 
they might even live in Arkansas and they're retired or in Illinois. Like, you know, I wouldn't mind moving. There. I mean, there's, there's people that are crazy and they come to games, even in the booth. Our buddy from Ohio that goes to all the Ohio State games, huge Cardinal fan. I said, oh, you going to every, he said, I'm at every game this weekend. Lives in Ohio. So that thing is going up and it would be, the, here's the deal. Is you don't need to live there, Charlie. We just need somebody to live there. Like a guy like Biff. Biff. So question, can you, can you buy these and then Airbnb or VRBO? Because I'm thinking. <sighs> There's going to have to be restrictions on that. Don't you think? That's the perfect time is if you have people coming out of town and they want to watch three Cardinal games to stay right there by the ballpark. Yeah, they're they're for lease only. They're not selling any of them. So all of the units are leased. I would guess that's a, a Dewitt the third question we can ask. In addition to needing Def Leppard tickets, ask if there's going to be provisions <laughs> for that because wouldn't everybody be doing that? Yes. Wouldn't you know the equivalent of the scalpers who buy up all the tickets and they turn on sell them? Wouldn't they be buying up those units just for that purpose? Even for random nights, think about it. If you're coming into town for one baseball game. Wouldn't you love, I mean, you can stay at a hotel and there's great options there. Wouldn't you love to stay right there where if you're drinking after the game, you can basically fall right into your residence for that night? But they're also building the Lowe's Hotel on the other side of it. So I would think if you're the Cardinals, you don't want the competition with, if you want to stay at the ballpark, you stay at their hotel as opposed to people all doing that Airbnb. I would, I'll bet you anything that they're going to have it in there right now. If you were them, would you want people doing that? No. Because those people will make more money. Also, if you're the Cardinals, wouldn't you want to keep a percentage of those open to create ticket packages where you can buy tickets for the whole weekend and also stay at their property? Yeah. Another revenue stream? I don't know how that all works, but I'm fascinated by it. And I'm also fascinated how fast it's going up, and I think it's going to end up being close to 30 stories. You could still see the arch, but I think if you're going to be sitting on the third base side, you may not be seeing the arch quite as clearly. Uh, also, Chuck, the cards are just two games back in the Central Division. Always two, two games, games back, two or three back in the wild card division. That's where they've been the last uh, three and a half years, though, so they need to, to make a move. You're not, you're not in panic mode. That division doesn't look like it's a, a world-beating division, a lot of parity, but still my, my overall question, which we talked about last week, is are you a legit contender for the World Series? That's, that's the question we should be asking ourselves, not – can we be there in the division at the end or or win the central division if it's if it's one of the you know more more parity type divisions in baseball this year because i think if you look at teams like the dodgers you would say cardinals not necessarily on that level at this point who's more disappointing right now the cubs or the brewers cubs are 7 over brewers are 6 games over they both have had moments where it looked like they were going to kind of take off and run away with the division hasn't happened yet I still think roster-wise, aren't the Cubs a bigger disappointment? Yeah, You just felt like, because Milwaukee's rotation's always been in question, I felt like the Cubs still roster-wise, and they do that thing where if you were to pick players, how many of theirs would they you pick before you got to one of yours? I still think roster-wise, that's... And they're also feeling the pressure because Theo has basically said, this is like a make-or-break year. Joe Madden's on a one-year deal. I think as much as the Cardinals have been sort of, eh, the Cubs, to me, have been a huge disappointment. And Kimbrell should be activated this week. So you have one of the best closers in the history of baseball now adding to this roster that that won 95 games last year. And we still kind of even poo-pooed in the offseason because of the things you mentioned, that it seemed like there was discontent in the front office between whether it's Theo and Joe Madden or Joe Madden and, and the players and all that. But, yeah, when you look at kind of the names on the back of the jerseys and you can roll out a lineup where you have – 
Chris Bryant, Anthony Rizzo, Javi Baez, and Wilson Contreras back to what he was a couple years ago. I mean, that's a nasty, nasty team. I, I think starting rotation-wise, they have some issues and some injury issues, Kyle Hendricks. But uh, I think from a talent standpoint, throughout the division, you look at the Cubs and you say, that should be the team that should win the division. Cards off today. A's two-game series begins tomorrow. World Cup women's national team 1-1 right now with Spain. We'll keep an eye on that, Charlie. We can't do the play-by-play because we really wouldn't know what to say, but you're also not supposed to do the play-by-play. We'll keep an eye on the women's World Cup taking on Spain. Winner moves on. will face France in a quarterfinal. That game would be coming up on Friday. Of course, for all your World Cup action, keep it locked to Fox 2 as well as 590 The Fan. Now, you were down there on Friday holding Albert accountable for his emotional return. Mm Mm-hmm. Paint the scene in that room because what Molina's in the back of the room was Schilt in that room was Wainwright in the room these guys were taking in the press conference Wainwright was not in the room for the press conference I believe all three Molina brothers were there because of course Benji broadcast the Spanish language broadcast for the Cardinals Jose a coach for the Angels you had all three of the Molinas and a very cool moment after the fact as Albert's walking out where he gives Yachty the big hug. And throughout that press conference, and he he made mention to Yachty, I think you could see him in the back there, that Yachty's his little brother. He talked about how when Molina was a young player, the Molina parents basically said to Albert, hey, take care of him like he's your little brother. And Albert had a lot of great great quotes. The, the one where he said he came to St. Louis as a little boy and he left as a big, strong man. And, and think about that. He's drafted by the organization his first year. He's 21 years old. And he leaves 11 seasons later with three MVPs and two World Series. Um, it was just a it was a cool moment. And I also feel like, look, in the past, could Albert be a little prickly at times with the media? And this was a big moment and a big weekend for him. It was all smiles. You could tell he was looking forward to it. You could tell it meant a lot to him. And it was just, like I said, over a long baseball season, 162 games, six months, you're looking for storylines besides just your random weekend series. And this was one of those circle-on-your-calendar series. It is amazing how, for the Cardinals, it all sort of falls in their lap. Things kind of go their way a lot of times. Here it is, a a team that's doing, okay, there's not a ton of sizzle. And then you get a weekend like that where you sell 150,000 tickets. People are filling the place. Now, if it's just Mike Trout, there would be some buzz. But that Albert weekend, again, it's the Cardinals. It's just their world. We're just living in it. All right, Texters, too much. Just right. In terms of the Pujols return, 855-282-8255. Triad Bank text line. Also, uh, fire up that, that chimney. Why, this get time it ready. Yeah, get it ready. Get it ready for the uh, the fall and the winter. Go to STL Chimney on the web, stlchimney.com, or on Facebook, STL Chimney. You can call the team at 314-492-4040 or email them, stlchimney at gmail.com. They do sweeps, cleanings, inspections repairs and like we've said a million times here don't wait till the fall or the winter when everybody else also wants their chimney and fireplace fixed because last year that's what happened to us we wanted our fireplace repaired before the holidays but we waited too long and everybody was booked up so about a month or so ago we called stl chimney they repaired our chimney they do great custom work on the inside the outside they're up on the roof they made our fireplace look great it works great I highly recommend STL Chimney, stlchimney.com, or on Facebook as well. Call the team at 314-492-4040. Martin, it is STL Chimney. And a blues note for you, Robert Thomas, successful surgery on that left wrist. Remember, everybody knew there was something wrong with the wrist. 
Did the Krug hit make it worse? Ruby kept saying no. It doesn't matter. He was compromised, so now the surgery uh, listed as successful, Charlie. So the streak continues. We've never gotten a PR, a press release that said <laughs> somebody had unsuccessful surgery. Robert Thomas, successful surgery on the left wrist. It's the midday grind. Coveted hours, what the kids call it, right here on 590 The Fan. Elephants 